0: The line of scrimmage is the 17-yard line of Kansas City. Here's the snap. Play action fake. Brady looking, Brady looking, looking, looking. Throws toward the end zone. Caught ball. Touchdown, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Rob Gronkowski's got two today.
1: Boy, how about that? Take points off the board and throw to number 87. Here's the snap. Run the ball to the right. Got a blonde boy to the 20,
0: 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Leonard Fournette takes it to the house. And the Bucs lead 20 7-9.
1: 7-9. to nine. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the Super Bowl champs. They blow out the Chiefs 31-9. Don't even let them score a touchdown. Tampa Bay defense, dominant, taking down Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes in three straight playoff games. Bucks finish the year on an eight-game win streak. And PK, they looked awesome.
2: I can't argue with that. Absolutely. You know, you listen to what the Guys were talking about how this was a new team put together, and you know, didn't have the preseason, didn't have off season, all this stuff, and it took some time, and they got it going, and as you say, finished with eight game winning streak, an eight game winning streak, and just looked really, really awesome. And you know, to me, the defense is the story, and you know, they got a lot of offensive weapons, but to hold Kansas City without a touchdown, it's not anything that I would have thought would have happened for sure. And obviously it did, so you have to credit them big time.
1: I thought the Bucks had a path to victory with that uh, front four going against Kansas City's offensive line. I guess, and, and we don't know enough about the depth on KC's O-line, but to move three guys because you have one injury seems to create a lot of weakness. Now maybe given who, what the alternative was and who the backup was, and I'm not in a position to judge that, I doubt you are either, maybe that was the right thing, but... Man, when you hear him talk about that, it does raise an eyebrow. It's like, that wasn't just one thing. That, that's three of your five guys. You, you're basically making a whole new O-line at that point.
2: Uh, sure, but no one's going to remember that. It sucks nope. for them. But, <laughs> it's, sucks
1: know. for them, but Brady's got seven. Yeah. Got multiple questions up on our uh, Facebook page, and one of them, how can anyone doubt that Tom Brady has had the best career in the history of team sports? Well, oh, you could be, we, you can be oh. friends with Bill Russell. That's how you could do it. No.
2: No. No. That's that's ignorant. Sorry, my friend. And I call you my friend because you are my friend. If you had the best team in the NBA in 1962, there's a very good chance you had the best team in the NBA in 1963, 1964, 1965, because nobody could move. You were locked in. You had to play with that team unless you didn't want to play.
1: So, People were locked in in baseball and football in the same era. There was no free agency. And it's all the right. way from 50, but it's 57 to 69. I mean, guys and get older. In old football and, retire.
2: and basketball, I mean, bas- football and baseball, you need a roster, not one or two guys. In basketball, you need one or two guys, and you are good to go. It doesn't matter if it's 2021. 2020, Los Angeles Lakers, or whomever it might be. Hell, the people think that the Jordan won all those th- games by himself or titles by himself. So maybe you don't even need one guy, two guys. You just need one. Come on, man. Yous all are better than that. Kansas City
1: head coach Andy Reid addressed the car accident that his son, Chiefs outside linebacker Coach Britt Reid, was involved in last week and sent a five-year-old child to the hospital in critical condition. He told reporters, quote, My heart goes out. All of those who were involved in the accident, in particular the family with the little girl who's fighting for her life. Just from a human standpoint, my heart bleeds for everyone involved in that. Close quote. Britt Reid did not coach in yesterday's game. I did see a list on Twitter yesterday of four famous uh, headlines, storylines leading up to games that all involved team personnel that were all really negative. Uh, you know, obviously this car wreck here, and then another player's drug overdose, and another player being arrested. Um, charged with prostitution. All the teams that had the major negative distraction lost. Don't know that you can put it on that, but at the same time, there's a trend building. Obviously, there's, you know, 22 people playing and 44 because you're platooning. There's a lot of stuff going on, but the team with the distraction, uh, 0-4 now, according to this list.
2: Oh, that's why I don't want to hear uh, the parents of fill in the blank must have done a, a great job raising them because then you got to say Andy Reid did a lousy job raising him. Who's going to say that? Who has any idea? So that's why I always get bent every time I hear, oh, so-and-so's parents must have done a tremendous job raising him. What about this one here? You can't have one without the other. Yin
1: and yang, balance in the universe. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college football.
1: BYU announces the hire of 33-year veteran Daryl Funk as their new offensive line coach. He worked most recently at UTSA, worked with Brady Hoke at three different stops when Hoke went from Ball State to San Diego State to the University of Michigan. The Cougar offensive line was a real strength this past season, PK. So, change coaches, but you got to keep that rolling.
2: Yeah, he worked with Sonny Lubick way back when. and Sonny Lubick was just a great, great coach. Did great work over in Fort Collins and so I think that's where he's from and played and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's a lot of experience you cannot deny that.
1: Alabama expected to lose a fifth assistant coach as defensive backs coach Carl Scott expected to join the Minnesota Vikings in the same role after spending 3 years working for Nick Saban. Overall, Alabama has lost 15 staff members this off season. 5 on-field coaches, 7 analysts, 3 others. Everybody wants the Saban magic. You want to get a job, get to Alabama. And the cool thing is, Saban turns over the assistants, and he just he hires good people and he's got already got good players and it's different recruiters, but everybody seems to recruit for him. He's got the machine up and running. He doesn't let anything slip. So fifteen staffers in the offseason, he shrugs, reloads, and plans to go win again.
2: Yeah, as far as a defensive back coach, I heard the leaders right now are either Tony Jungey or Herman Edwards.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Man, everybody wants in. There'll be a long list of people applying. They know that their uh, career can skyrocket if they go work for Nick. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag Utah Jazz. Back up top to Donovan. Brogdon, one of the better pick-and-roll defenders. Driving as Donovan gives to Rudy the hammers. Flares it to bogey. Feet set. Ball wet. Splash! Tenth assist of the night for Donovan Mitchell. Boyan Bogdanovich gives the Jazz a six-point lead with 4.08 to play. Donovan trying to get free from Brogdon. Drives. A lot of contact off the window. And in! Donovan Mitchell, 98-91, two to play.
1: Utah Jazz sweep the road trip. Perfect 3-0. They beat the Pacers 103-95. to P.K., this game didn't look like the other games. There was no 20-point lead. There was no flurry of three-pointers. They shot 31% from three. They, they had some open threes, and shots came up short. And, I mean, it's easy to blame that on the on the fatigue or whatever. But, hey, they adjusted. It was like P.K. was in the huddle. Guys, you got to go to the rack. And in the third quarter, especially throughout the game they did, but I thought it was especially noticeable in the third quarter. Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, uh, William Bogdanovich, they all – oh, Clarkson too. They all drove, got into the paint. Uh, most of the guys got laps or fed Rudy. Clarkson would shoot his turnaround fadeaway seven-footer. Uh, but same deal, getting close, and, and the legs don't matter so much. That was, that was impressive. They, they couldn't blow him off the floor like they've been doing, but they got the win.
2: That's all that matters. I don't want to hear that they're fatigued You're tired. How do we know that the uh, Pacers were at 100% in their health and blah, 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 blah. If you're too tired to make threes, then don't take them. I mean, it's as simple as that. Go ahead and find ways to win. That was what was impressive. They found a way to win, and that's all that matters, and they did it without Conley. I mean, you can list the reasons of why you're supposed to lose, and once you start listing the reasons of why you're supposed to lose, you're going to lose and they wouldn't have any of it, and that was what was fun about it, watching that game to see the determination and finding ways because you're not going to have 16 times in the playoffs if you want to win a title where all 16 you're just going to be draining threes because obviously when they shoot like they're capable, they are virtually unbeatable. Even against the Lakers, I believe, I don't know how many times they can do that so you're going to have to find other ways to win, and this is a good opportunity. Now, the Pacers aren't going to be the Lakers in the postseason. We understand that, but still, this is a good opportunity to find other ways to win, and they did it. I mean, the rebounding was just sensational. They had like 60-some rebounds. I mean, that 61, I think it was, and uh, 24 points off offensive boards. Yep. That was just incredible. Seventeen so are...
1: Yeah, seventeen oh. offensive rebounds is a huge yeah. number. That's about yeah. double what teams normally get. Right. And and the Pacers had eight. That eight to ten range is kind of a normal number.
2: Yeah. And there were more shots to be had or rebounds to be had because The three-pointers lead themselves to not the conventional rebound that falls off right below to the defender who's boxing out. I understand all that. Uh, It was just great to see them be that ferocious on the offensive glass to get that, to get those opportunities, because that's playoff basketball. And that's what I took from that, knowing that the Pacers, they're probably never going to play the Pacers in the playoffs. But still, I like the grit and determination and the rebounding. Those are some things that add up. And can help you win, and that's exactly what happened.
1: Seven different players had offensive rebounds to get to that. Uh, to get to that seventeen, Mitchell had five of them. Missed his uh, triple double by one rebound, twenty-seven points, eleven assists, nine rebounds. But they get the victory. That is four in a row. That is fifteen out of sixteen, and they are back home to face the Boston Celtics tomorrow night, Vivian Arena. Late game, yach. Another one of these 8 o'clock specials? It's a TNT game. Ooh, that makes it way late back in Boston. But TNT. So, we'll give Shaq a chance to talk about Donovan almost getting a triple-double in his all-around games. Someone's bound to throw that at him. All right, that'll be tomorrow night. Jazz and Celtics, DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag NBA. Totter, to you, and bam to the rim with a two-hand jam as he got in behind Julius Randle, Miami, right now. On an 18 to
1: 5 run, Booker up out of the backcourt on the drive stops, pops three-pointer. Suzanne D. Booker for the trio. Eight tenths of a second
0: remaining in the half. De'Aaron Fox takes the dribble left, gets to the left edge of the paint, steps back, circles, drives right, scoops with the left hand. Magical play by De'Aaron Fox, who now has 34 points, and the Kings take the lead at 105-103.
1: Darren Fox finishes with 36 points, and the Sacramento Kings beat the LA Clippers 113 to 110. Combined with the Jazz win, Jazz are a game up on the Lakers, and now two and a half games up on the Clippers. Three in front of them in the loss column, and the Clippers have a uh, the Clippers get the loss. The Kings have a nice little stretch here going. PK, I don't I don't want to get oversold on the Kings and Luke Walton, but that win didn't exactly come out in the middle of nowhere. They'd beaten the Celtics, they'd beaten the Nuggets. They got four straight wins now.
2: Yeah, and then the Celtics are without Jalen Brown, and the Clippers are without uh, Paul George right now.
1: Suns beat the Celtics 191. Devin Booker, 18 points, 11 assists. Suns pick up the victory. There's a, uh, they're in the middle of a big group of teams uh, in the West battling for uh, fourth and fifth. The Suns currently have that fourth spot by a half a game over the Spurs and a game over the Nuggets and Blazers. Also, there's a highlight in there, the Heat beat the Knicks, bam, out of bio with a nice game, 24 points and 11 rebounds. Detroit Pistons trading Derrick Rose to the Knicks. Tom Thibodeau wants him back, apparently. Those two have worked together before, and they will uh, team up there in New York. Detroit gets Dennis Smith Jr. in a 2021 second-round draft pick in exchange for the former MVP. And Larry Nance Junior, Cavs forward out four to six weeks, fractured finger, left hand, gonna need surgery. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. They've done it before, can they do it again? BYU has shocked Gonzaga before, beat him when Gonzaga looked like they were the much better team, but now Gonzaga is number one, 18 and 0 overall, 9 and 0 in conference. And not just that, but just, just the eye test, P.K., the eye test screens. Man, Gonzaga's been good before, and now they're even better than that.
2: Well, I think that is it, 18-0 and 0 and 9-0. and 0. That is the eye test.
1: ESPN tonight, 9 o'clock at the Marriott Center. BYU coming in 15-4 overall, and they are 6-2 in conference.
2: I hope they let in some fans. If they don't, I don't really understand why not. Have you
1: heard anything? You got anything to let in 1,000 or 2,000 or something?
2: No, I haven't heard a thing. Set.
1: Oh, good. Friday I was told they are not going to allow fans.
2: And I think that's stupid.
1: Weber State vaults into a tie atop the Big Sky. They beat Montana State. There's a bunch of teams now stacked up there with two losses. SUU, Montana State, they're all tied up
2: there. Dixie yeah, that State. was a great win yeah. for Weber there, uh, but they swept that series. They did. And this is it's indicative of Randy Ray. If he has a little bit of a down season, he usually comes back strong.
1: And it sets up for a crazy tournament where there could be three or four teams that could easily you could picture any of them winning the tournament. But, uh, you know, you're going to have to play, uh, you know, obviously you get into these tournaments and you got to play three games in three days and all that stuff. So your ability to at least win two big games in three days That'll give you a little bit of confidence going into that situation. Matchups will be different and all that sort of stuff, but at least you've gone through a tough week and uh, and done well. And Utah State didn't play, but there were some losses. Boise State lost. Aggies are now on top in the Mountain West Conference. DJ and PK. Hashtag
0: Major League Baseball.
1: Veteran ESPN Major League Baseball reporter Pedro Gomez passed away unexpectedly at home at the age of 58. A lot of you have seen him on ESPN for almost 20 years. They hired him in 2003. He'd been a beat writer in San Diego and Arizona. Before that, he worked at a number of newspapers. He was really popular in the media business, known as a good guy, certainly a familiar face, and uh, 58 is really young, PK.
2: For sure, yeah.
1: Dodgers signed pitcher Trevor Bauer on a three-year, $102 million deal that will pay him $40 million this year. Bauer is going to have opt-outs after the first and second years of the deal. $40 million? Dodgers. Spare well, you got no expense. It. They got the money. Let's go back to back. Didn't they say the Pirates' entire payroll is like $30 million this year? Braves re-up veteran slugger Marcel Azuna, four years, $64 million. What is Trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job, too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Lincoln Kennedy, Raider Radio Analyst, Pac-12 Network Analyst, joins us next to talk Super Bowl and NFL. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, is coming up at 9.05. Lincoln Kennedy, next. Stay with us.